I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alineos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alineos Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the voice that calls down snow from the heavens. Marcus. Marcus. Yeah, so th- this week, especially in our area of the world where we don't normally get a lot of snow at all, the- Marcus is... Moist powers has created the the more solid form of, of moisture, which is the snow and the sleet oh, yes. that is all over the place now. Because at least where I live, you know, in, in, in North Carolina, it is, it snowed like for real actual snow. Normally when it snows here, it's like you maybe get like a little bit on the ground and it's melted by like an hour or two. But no, this this weekend it was legitimately snowed out all over the place. People were outside building snowmen, taking, making snow angels. It's it's been real, and it's been absolutely crazy considering it has not been cold for a long, very long time. Right, right. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank um, you. <laughs> I was actually in like Gwinnett when it was snowing, and I was I was like you. I was like, oh shit, that this probably won't stick. Holy shit, winter fucking wonderland. Yeah. I threw snowballs for the first time in, like, I don't know how many years. Yeah. Probably since Snowmageddon down here in Statesboro, right? Oh, God, yeah. We were still in college when that happened. Oh, yeah. That glorious one inch of snow we got that one time. <laughs> it was beautiful. We made that one snow work, mm-hmm. all right? Because you know if we actually get snow, Georgia basically shuts down. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it was the same here. Like the the day the day that it snowed and like the day after, um, we didn't do anything because we were like, "There's no way the roads are going to be drivable for a couple." Today we actually had to go get some groceries, and the roads are pretty much drivable now. But before I would not have wanted to go up before that because I'm sure people were struggling. Yeah, it's funny because we can't shut down coronavirus, but the good of nature is nature doesn't let you have a choice. Nature is like, no, you won't go anywhere. Sorry. <laughs> the weather, anyways. I guess coronavirus is from nature as well. Except for the lab leak from Fort Dietrich. But, uh, yeah, weather is like, fuck you. You won't you won't leave your house today. Because you're not equipped for it. Like, people up north don't understand because they're used to all this kind of stuff. But down here in the south, when it snows, shit doesn't get done. <laughs> you yeah. don't have the technology for it. I mean... So we don't have like you know the trucks, the, the salt trucks and big salt reserves, which they're getting it now. The area I live in didn't have them last time it snowed, and now they actually do have a lot of more preparation. Is nowhere near as much as you would have in places where it actually snows. But more yeah. like salt that goes on your food, idiot. <laughs> yeah, I put on the road. Exactly. Why well, waste all this salt? Um, Gandhi would not be happy. Um, but they. Um, that's the thing is people who are from from the north and come down here they're like why are you guys so upset at a little bit of snow but then once they live here they're like oh it's because you can't do anything (laughs) 
you don't have right. the nobody has snow tires you know nobody does any of that stuff so it's it's just part of part of life i guess which is really interesting because like, it's it's so funny how i guess there's this sort of perception of america as being this one big uh homogenous blob but there are differences in some places and that is the big divide i think is the weather is just down here down south we don't know what to do with snow and we never have and even in like florida when it rains too hard do you think they're used to it they're not it rains too hard in florida people stop driving the interstate shuts the fuck down (laughs) yeah And it's funny you think that there's states where it like legitimately snows for like half the year, if not more. And they just that's just there every day. They just walk out it and here we have to shut everything down. But here it sucks because we don't get like the fluffy snow you see in the movies. We don't get it for very long. It happens for like, the first couple hours, but then then it'll like sleet on top and then it's just a layer of like ice on the ground. It's very beautiful, but it's just this white ice that is huge and chunky for like a whole day. And it kinda sucks. But also looks nice so i guess i'll take it you ever thought about how racist black ice is <laughs> why is it called black ice it ain't black because it matches the black asphalt is would be my guess right it's just clear right right but if you're clear be called... you're taking the the, the colors no. of what's around aren't you you should call it you should call it clear ice but Regular ice is clear. So I think they wanted no. to make some level. Regular ice is translucent, not transparent. But if oh. I had to give it a color, I'd call it clear. If it a would... translucent is not a color. Listen, listen. Black identifies the danger of it. There you go. That exactly. Also racist. Even it more is. racist. It is. <laughs> if threat level is midnight, you know it's black. That's not good. Making some real breakthroughs here on the Millennials podcast. <laughs> Why are why are we calling things that are bad black? I question you. I looked up black ice on um Google Images. Is it racist.com? Yeah, <laughs> it says yes. Google Images. And I saw one and I understand that this is supposed to be a healthy warning for people who are driving, but it's a big sign that says don't let black ice sneak up on you. <laughs> And at first I was like, yeah, it's just a warning. But guess what state it's from? Oh, God. Alabama. Oh, of course it so, is. So the jury's out on this one. The jury is out. Uh, oh it my doesn't God. make sense. Black eyes can't sneak up on you. It doesn't move. It exists. It is there. It's, it's place. M- more prevalent at night but can still be around in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried that there was an Alabama rapper named Black Ice who was sneaking up on <laughs> That's that's where I thought. That actually could be what it is. <laughs> Why isn't there a rapper named Black Ice? <laughs> there probably is. He's on SoundCloud. We, we have Vanilla Ice, right? Right. Yeah. So I've got to take it back. Um, I did find this very funny. So we're talking about this, so it's for, putting uh, salt on the roads to de-ice them. There's a different thing they use to de-ice roads called aquasalina. Y'all heard of this? No. Sounds delicious. <laughs> aquasalina is a, a brine that is created as a, an offshoot of fracking. And this liquid is sprayed on the roads to de-ice them. Sounds great, right? Sure, we're using the runoff here. Unfortunately, aquasalina, turns out, is probably the most radioactive thing you could possibly throw on the road wow. that isn't nuclear waste. Um, Who could have guessed? 
the funny part is the Ohio Department of Natural Resources in 2017 tested Aquasalina and found out it had high radium levels. <gasps> a Duquesne University scientist called it a nightmare. It says right here, the test indicated the results were 300 times higher than the allowed in drinking water and above levels allowed for discharge of radioactive waste. However, it met the standards of use as a de-icer. And so, as a result, the Ohio legislature has, call, has tried to get it reclassified to a commodity so that it will not be tested anymore. That's their solution. This shit's radioactive. Not, what the fuck? Not don't spread it. It's clench. Don't test it. Stop testing it, everybody. It's fine. And that was the, the initial solution Donald Trump had to COVID was like, just yeah. stop testing people to see if they have it. And we, there will be zero COVID cases. <laughs> it's our approach taken now, too. Yeah. Stop reporting them. It's like, I mean, you're not wrong, but you're not right. The American playbook. Listen, it makes us money. So uh, go fuck yourself. Who cares if you get radiation poisoning? Can you get, yeah, can you get more American than that? The, don't make the problem go away. No, just change it so it's not a problem anymore. Yeah, the, the, every year the kids love going out and playing in the aqua salina runoff <laughs> when we de-snow the roads. Do you want to take that away from our American children? Okay, okay, I guess so. Smith One of them has five arms. Children. I know, he does. But that's just that's just what he looks like now. They call him Johnny Five Arms. That's, it's nice. The, the, the children love comparing their lumps. They love comparing their bumps. Exactly. And <laughs> They're <laughs> misshapen. They're beaten up. They're dented. Who cares? That's our They're Ohio kids. children you're talking about. <laughs> This right here, he's got three eyes. They him TN. He loves it. It's exactly. okay. It's going to be fine. They call him Cyclops. They're not very smart here. They don't understand what it means. <laughs> <laughs> Probably also related to the de-icer and drinking the aqua salina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's pretty. Uh, I, I can't uh, stop thinking about that. Um, it's one of those mental uh, uh, bombs in the back of my brain that is waiting to go off at any moment. Sometimes I just remember, oh, fuck, right, the de-icer that's killing the children in Ohio yeah. that no one cares about. And Apparently. that's not even from a nuclear power plant. That's just from fracking. Why is it Why is it radioactive? What's happening? What are we doing? Yeah, that was going to be my next question. <laughs> What's making it this way? Yeah, what the I fuck? Guess it's, it, I guess it's good fracking is going away because this is insane. Oh, so boys, the world, the world, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy place. Zara Rudo, yeah, the uh, so shit's happening. I guess there's today's uh, MLK day. Yep. It is. Is it his birthday or is this when he was killed? I can't remember. I believe this is his birthday. Right. It'd be kind of fucked up to celebrate someone's death day. That's the one I would celebrate. Why would you celebrate that? <laughs> what are you, a member of the FBI? <laughs> no, this is like, this is the day that the thing he was doing stopped, right? And we should remember that. Because uh, it's like, he did all things before this. Yes, it right? is his birthday. Okay. Well. I mean, racism didn't stop when MLK was murdered. So. Yeah, the agenda against racism stopped when he was killed. Right. Fix the we problem. should remember that. It's not over. I like to See, say if that if you celebrate your birthday, go ahead. I, was like, I, like, the ML, I like to say that MLK Day uh, celebrates one of the most prominent socialist leaders in American history, and yeah, people don't like that. 
That's true. That's true. Yeah, I saw down in Savannah, they managed to get his sister-in-law to come down. I'm like, man, you're really scraping bottom of the barrel there, huh? Yeah, well, his daughter is, like, on TV and stuff, so I guess she's kind of harder to get than the rest of them. Yeah. So, it's, a. Uh, it's fucked up. That's fucked it's, it's up. Just, yeah, it's fucked up. It's this, racism isn't over. Oh, she meant that his daughter does <laughs> stuff. No, sorry, that's great, I guess. Um, it's yeah. average. How about that fucking the person who took those people hostage at a synagogue and it was still streaming on fucking the internet? That was pretty crazy. Yeah, I heard about that randomly. It was in um, was it in like Ireland? No, it was in Texas, dude. It was in Texas. I don't know why I heard it. Was yeah. t- oh, because it's in Dublin, Texas. <laughs> when I first heard it, I was like, "Is this Ireland?" And then it wasn't. But yes. Um, you know, dude, that confused me too about Rome, Georgia. I went down there. Where are all the pillars? Yeah. Where's the statues? <laughs> where's the Where's the freaking mausoleum or whatever it's called? Uh, the where's, where's the Parthenon? The Parthenon. That's what I meant to say. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of places. There's Paris, Texas. Texas is obsessed with having names from other places. Make up I'm your own sure names, Texas. <laughs> I think we just we just every state steals names. Like we have a Rome, there's a Rome, Texas. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, a, uh, I know there's a, there's Rome, there's Athens, Georgia. I mean, come on. Yeah, still that one too. There's Atlanta, which it's, is just stolen from Atlantis. <laughs> I mean, hell, our biggest city, New York. It's in the name, buddy. Yeah, they took it from those peppermint patties. <laughs> <laughs> those Dutch motherfuckers. The peppermint patties. Um but yes, that was fucked up. I didn't watch the stream because I didn't feel like I needed that uh that no. on my brain. But apparently the person I, I did it to demand the release of someone who's in prison for like eighty six years. And if I understand the story correctly, she was in Iraq and she shot at American soldiers. And this person demanded and then somebody in Abu Ghraib gave her name to the FBI and they arrested her here in America and put her in prison forever because of it. And he, they wanted her released. It's a weird story. For shooting at? Like, were there any casualties? I think she, she just shot at American soldiers. And, and that's enough for 80-something years. I didn't read anything about the casualties. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'd be very surprised. I just find it, I just find it weird that he would... This person would take a, a synagogue hostage. Yeah, that's not going to accomplish shit. I don't care about them. Fuck yeah. gonna, take a take a take a Christian church hostage, my friends. That'll get you results. Exactly. And uh, speaking of results, this is a weird segue, but oh boy, the, the one group of people we choose to not talk about actually has some interesting news this week, and that's the royal family. Mm. Um, oh right, because uh, they posted a statement saying that with the Queen's approval and agreement, the Duke of York's military affiliations and royal patronages have been uh, returned to the Queen. And I was like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay, I don't get it. But it's but I realized the translation is that Prince Andrew, or Eric, it's Andrew, right? Is a pedophile, and they're finally taking his shit away. Holy shit. What? Um, yeah. We've known he's a pedophile for a while now, but they haven't made any response. And now their response is to put a bunch of words together that I don't fucking understand. But just to say, oh, we're finally getting uh, getting something away from this pedophile. And he, he's also been removed from all of his uh, nonprofits he was ahead of, which is uh, yep. 
bit of an oversight in my mind. Well, he no longer has titles, and all of his privileges have been returned to the Queen, because they can do that. Uh, basically, he will face face a trial in America as a private citizen. He will not have any connection to the British Crown anymore. Damn. Wow. Which is, I mean, not what I saw coming, because they don't usually do this. They're just like, I guess it was too much. Just let him, let him hang out and dry. Yeah. I guess the real question is what took so long. No, the queen dying probably was a big part of it, and they're faking her. They're life, faking. They're bur- they're weakened at Bernie'sing her. Oh no! Yeah. So yeah, she's probably dead somewhere in a hole, and they're pretending this is she's still alive and get rid of this guy because they're like, "Don't look at us. Stop looking over here. Sure, you can have him." Yeah. We don't need this. I don't even know what his relationship is to the queen. It says Prince Andrew. Is he her son? I don't think so. Or is I maybe mean, he is. Cause she's, cause the guy she was her lover is Prince Charles, who was her cousin, and is not her son, which is yeah. what I thought he would be. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, after after Holy the king died. Shit, I'm not gonna dox uh-oh. myself, but I just found out something crazy. Uh-oh. Me and Prince Andrew have the same birthday. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> it's over. Holy it's shit! The music. What the fuck? Uh-oh. More connections. Okay, he's got three parents listed. Okay. Queen Elizabeth, Prince Philip, and... Oh, wait, no. There's a comma in Prince Philip's name. So, Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip are his parents. What is the comma? It's Prince Philip, comma, Duke of Edinburgh. Okay. I thought it was saying three different people, but yeah. <laughs> you thought there was a guy... <laughs> Duke of Edinburgh. <laughs> he, he's, he's like, you know, Prince. He, he just he's uses a title. Yeah. yeah. The man of the iron mask over here. Fucking okay, I like it. So, so he is her actually her son. Okay, yeah. all I know is he can't sweat, and that's weird. He can't sweat. Huh? Yes, he was. He has an injury from a war. I guess he was in, and now he can't sweat anymore. Like at all? Apparently, yes. He can no longer sweat. Okay, he 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 provided no proof that he suffered an inability oh, okay. to sweat, but he did make the claim in a train wreck BBC TV interview <laughs> in 2019 to undercut the account of the accuser. <laughs> what is that? How does it undercut anything? <laughs> yeah, she apparently maybe in her claim she was like, and when when he was you know sexually assaulting me, he was sweating the whole time. He's like, I've never sweat a day in my life. Okay, <laughs> this this lady's crazy. Okay. <laughs> Come on. I can't sweat. I took a bullet and nam and it removed my ability to sweat. The only time I've heard something like that's like that is like uh, like Korean people don't perspire from their armpits. Like Apparently that's a genetic thing. Apparently. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm about to are you sure? Because that sounds like a racist listen, lie. Listen. Seth, Google it. Can Koreans sweat from their armpits? Because I, I did look into it a little bit, and they were like, oh yeah, it's this it's this gene right here. <laughs> Seth is our Janie from they Joe Rogan. Where they That's don't who sweat. I am. Wait. Oh my god. What the fuck? So I'm going to read this. With summer just around the corner, many Koreans are worried about the body odor from sweaty armpits. But it turns out the Koreans are... In quotes, genetically mutated to have less of a sweating problem than others, according to research. Hey. What the fuck? So, yeah, the weird thing, crazy. though, is, but wait a minute. 
why if this is a thing that they all know, why are the cream people worried about it? Yeah, exactly. I don't understand. Maybe, Maybe it's newborns. <laughs> Maybe it's brand new people. <laughs> what site is this on? Because I think this is on KoreaTimes.co.kr. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh man, I just feel like Bong Joon Ho sweats in his armpits. That's all I'm saying. You think I, so? I don't. I think so. Yeah. I think definitely those that they sweat for their armpits, that would be insane if they didn't. I don't even know what gene that would be, and why is it selected for? I don't understand. What evolutionary purpose does this serve? <laughs> Was it people who sweat less armpits got laid more? I don't understand. Yeah, you can pass on your seed. That's that's literally the goal. <laughs> this guy stinks because I want to fuck him. Put, put a baby in me right now. Done. <laughs> well, that was fast. I did it. <laughs> Thank you, Marcus. This role playing session. No problem. You're all week. You're all week. <laughs> this reminds me of like Korean fan death. I don't. I don't know how to take these ideas. Oh yeah. That's because apparently it's a, apparently it's a real thing Koreans believe. But when you say it out loud, it sounds like a racist lie that was made up to disparage right. Koreans. Okay, so I, I did... Oh, God. I read about it, like, a while ago. So... Don't... Are you doing a lot of research on Korean people? Listen! Yes, <laughs> I, I plan on taking a trip to Japan. And okay. I was looking up... Which is not Korea. Shut up. It's the Asian <laughs> region. And... I was looking up things I should be, like, aware of. And one of the things was uh-huh. like, hey, bring your own deodorant. And I was like, that's weird. Why? Because it's hard to find deodorant when you're over there. Ah, because they... not everyone has a sweating problem. So that's how I got onto that nugget of knowledge. All right. don't, don't. I do like that. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, that's good to know. Right. Marcus, unfortunately, you probably won't be going to Japan anytime soon. Yeah, I know. Nor will anyone. I know. Um, did you guys hear, this just got posted a little while ago, did you guys hear about this interview that, um, Joss Whedon did with Vulture? Oh my god, I haven't read it, but I've seen some snippets. So yeah, I read a lot of it, and I have, I do have some snippets um that are are pretty funny um so the first of the first just to get this out of the way because in case you guys don't know joss whedon over the past couple years has been accused of some sexual misconduct being generally a creepy guy on set towards actresses and you know writers and production staff and so he addressed this and i'm quoting the article here and they said, uh, instead, he quickly added that he, had, that he felt he had to sleep with them, that he was powerless to resist. The, the reporter laughs, and, but then he said, I'm actually not joking. Um, he's been surrounded by beautiful young women, the sort of women who have ignored him when he was younger, and he feared if he didn't have sex with them, he would always regret it. Which is just incredibly... <sighs> disgusting behavior and it proves that the thing that people say about these guys is that all of them were losers who didn't know how to talk to other human beings growing up um and now that they have an, in, an inkling of power 
they use it to do this and then say, but they had no option, basically. Your Honor, I had to fuck her. There was no way around it. And then um, this one, we people can pontificate on his answer to this one all they want. I don't. I don't really. I think it's weird. They asked him like, what Shakespeare character does he relate to the most? And he said Richard the Third, which is just an interesting choice, I'd say. Um, the one that Morgan Freeman played in that one movie. I believe so. Yeah. Listen, if anybody asks you what Shakespeare character you are and you have an answer, you should be shot in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's a little weird. But then, and the thing that everyone's like kind of getting onto him for, and I know we have some some mixed opinions on Gal Gadot, but, you know, Gal Gadot's a person who said, you know, uh-huh. on set he was very verbally abusive it. and mm-hmm. he, um, you know, he was a terrible guy. Right. His yeah. defense for this, after her, her saying that he was verbally abusive, he said English isn't her first language. But and I use some pretty flowery words sometimes. Mm-hmm. Bingo! I believe it. Gal Gadot can't speak English. Next, I, I doubt that. <laughs> if you told if you told me that this entire time Gal Gadot was speaking English with an interpreter on the side with flashcards for, I would believe you. If that was the only thing against Joss Whedon, I would say maybe it was Gal Gadot on this one. But I think yeah, the I ball is in her court here. <laughs> Well, I think that even if you can't speak English, which I don't dispute, she can't speak English, obviously. Okay. But I'm saying that even if you couldn't, you can get the tone of what he's saying, exactly. right? We understand tone. If someone is cursing at me in Chinese, I understand they're cursing at me. The look of their face and the, the way they're talking to me, I understand it. <laughs> I don't need to know the words. And then he got, uh, he got incredibly philosophical. And he was like, and the beginning of the internet raised me up and the modern internet pulled me down. The symmetry is not lost on me. Oh my god, he pulled him down to where? Where is he living right now? What's his net worth? Well, I mean, he might not be living anywhere because he can't get an apartment with his fake name. They're all like, we have no record for a Joss. I'm sorry, but you don't exist. (laughs) The fact that he's doing an interview with Vulture just proves that cancel culture is not real. This guy has no troubles in life. He's doing fine. It's just insane how, like... Why even choose to do this interview if you're just going to fuck it up and be an idiot? Because <laughs> they're narcissists. That's all they are. Oh, yeah. Narcissists. Completely. Completely. <laughs> and I can't, I can't sit here and say that there's not stuff Josh Sweden's created that I love dearly. But I can say that he's an idiot. And I'm smarter yeah. than him. <laughs> Vulture, if you interview me, it will not go that badly. I'm not... It's not going to go well. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> but it will go better than that. Of the three of us, you know who gets, you know who gets the best interview with this podcast? Marcus. Marcus, obviously. What? Obviously. No. Because <laughs> yeah. you're just naturally likable, no, Marcus. He would talk to the interviewer Thank for like an hour, and then at the very end be like, oh, um, I do this podcast. <laughs> it's called uh, Southern Smackdown. Yes. That's, I, I do a podcast. I love wrestling. <laughs> it's truly my passion. I love wrestling. I'm from the South. Later, guys. <laughs> best best interview for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's so it's so funny that people like Joss Whedon heard himself say these words and thought, "I'm nailing this." Yeah. I'm- and the funniest thing is he's like a professional writer. And that's what he was first known for was his scripts. <laughs> and this is what he says out loud. 
remember him saying that his problem on Buffy is that he was he was so young, right? He was so young. You were in your thirties, dog. You're not young anymore in your thirties. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, you should yeah. know better. There's a line. Have some fucking self control. If you were if you were if you were seventeen, yeah, sure, I'd give you the I'd give you that one. Sure, you probably made some bad decisions at seventeen. At thirty something, no, dude, you got it. You already know. <laughs> I mean, I'm almost twenty seven, and I don't think I'm. I don't think I can call myself. I was too young anymore. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I'm. I think I'm past. I think twenty five, twenty six is where you you got to draw a line. Exactly. You got to adjust a little bit for for different. Uh, eras right like if you it was 1942 at 12 years old you know better you're a grown you're man you have a, it out. You're grown in. <laughs> yeah. you have a beard and you you have a job all right yeah. you have three jobs <laughs> you're going to war all right you got a gun grant you couldn't go fight the nazis like it's a different time for people but in the fucking what was it 90s early 2000s when buffy was happening this dude was yeah. in the 30s he should know better he, get, he understands there's no excuse for joss whedon I still like Buffy. I still like Firefly. There's no way I'm not gonna like those things. They're they're, yeah. they're cool in my opinion. Uh, his later stuff is whatever, you know. If you had the freedom to write one episode of any television show and they had to produce it, <laughs> which one do you think you could do the best at? Oh, I'm glad you added that. Not which one would you do? Which one would be best at? Oh, I shit. mean, you can say which one you would want to do as well. I mean, I don't. The 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 Wire is one I want to do for sure. The one obviously. you would want to do. Yes. But not the one you do best at. Exactly. Okay, why would you want to do The Wire? <laughs> uh, because it's The Fucking Wire, and I would love to get to write a scene where Bunk does anything. Okay, I've only beat up some Bernie supporters. <laughs> <laughs> I just want Bunk eating a sandwich at a fucking, at a, at a, at a restaurant. That's all I want to do. And he's just, yeah. he's talking about good the sandwiches. That's my entire I, I want to write a line where he says, I'm the bunker. And then he <laughs> runs directly headfirst into a guy. <laughs> the worst episode of the wire for sure <laughs> but which which one would you do best at smith and marcus Ooh. chime in when you have a an anime you want to talk about oh uh-uh. excellent <laughs> what i do best at fuck that's a hard one seth but i think that uh god damn this is tough you know, I, I actually know what it is to be the X-Files. I could do a great episode of the X-Files. I know so much weird, like, fucking shit about American... Or, you know what, actually, better answer than that even is Supernatural. Because I know even more about weird American folklore and monsters. I could so easily do a one-off Monster League episode of that show. I know the characters pretty well. Early yeah. seasons, not the later stuff. Yeah, I think the one I would do best at would probably be Seinfeld. <laughs> I've been watching it a while. <laughs> and I've, I, at this point, I've gotten to the cadence of the character. Because you see all the memes online where you can just basically take any regular conversation and turn it into a Seinfeld scene. I've been doing it yeah. in my head for the past month, just every single conversation I have. I'm like, how would George and Elaine talk about this? So that's the one I would do best at. The one I would want to do is The X-Files. Because I would just want to write something fucking crazy. And then just watch them do it. It would be great. And it would be directed by Vince Gilligan. So I don't have a show that I would That's uh, fine. want to write, but I did have a fucking idea for a fucking Spider-Man movie. Ooh. <laughs> you want to lay it on us? It was it was it was a simple premise, and I was hoping they'd use it in the Amazing Spider-Man, but they didn't. But whatever. So basically, it'd be Spider-Man versus uh the lizard. 
That would be like okay. the whole like first half of the movie. The second half of the movie would be Craven the Hunter coming to the city to fight to fucking kill and mount the lizard on his goddamn wall. Yeah. And Spider Man has to stop Craven from killing Doctor Connors. <laughs> and like, I want that scenario. I want him trying to save this fucker, save himself. <laughs> that that's what I wanted. I was thinking about this earlier. Is that if they did a Craven the Hunter today, although I don't know, this idea might sound cringy to some people, but I actually think the best way to do Craven the Hunter today would be him being like a social media like clout chaser. Oh! Yes, <laughs> it's him like always be doing like Instagram lives and then do like like Mr. B style YouTube stuff, like just this crazy oh, algorithm. Like I'm gonna hunt the. 500 pound gorilla or something and then that's and finally once he gets enough clout overseas is when he's like you know what i'm gonna go take down this spider guy real quick it's fucking perfect and he's then already like, a russian movie, right yeah for the whole movie like peter parker would be picking up his phone and seeing like some instagram live of him being like i'm coming for spider-man i'm coming to new york and then he'll be like what is this and then the last third of the movie after he's dealt with the actual problem, Craven shows up, and then you gotta be like, what is this twerp doing here? He's already a Russian, so you got Russian dash cam videos already you can make into part of this. He becomes a Russian dash cam uh, uh, star, moves on to being a social media guy. Crazy, has to be a right-winger, right? Because he's hunting, like, exotic animals yeah, and yeah, shit, yeah. killing them. He'll be, he'd like, have, you know, Ben Shapiro, like, <laughs> YouTube stuff going on. Oh, he'd have so many haters as a thing. Yeah. So many haters would be out there trying to, trying to get him. Absolutely. But I think he'd also have to be, like, I mean, first of all, it's a movie, so they do the same. I think he'd have to be kind of hot. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he'd also, like, even though he'd have haters, he'd also have a contingent of people who, like, want to bang him as well. And then oh, they, sure. they would come up in, in droves. Definitely. So I actually think you could execute that pretty well. And that would be really, really fun. And I think it fits actually, right in to Marcus's idea. Wait, hold on, run it back. New Uh-oh. idea, so I'm going to give you a little twist. Instead of Craven the Hunter, it's Craven and the Hunters. And he's a fucking Korean uh, boy band. Ah! And they have. A billion fans uh, across and the planet. Oh, and they're fighting Spider-Man the entire time. He's like, why aren't they breaking a sweat? Oh my god. <laughs> this is crazy. Why are their armpits so dry? This is insane. They put me in a headlock and it was so smooth. <laughs> and the way Spider-Man wins is he puts him in a small room with a fan. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. This is, this is bad. <laughs> we took Marcus's beautiful pure idea. We corrupted it. Uh, yeah. Well, Marcus brought up both the Spider-Man movie and the Korean people can't sweat thing. Did so. <laughs> you should think about it? This is Marcus's fault, really. Well, he laid the seeds. Wow, and, victim blaming. How classic. And his, his, <laughs> his explanation for why he knew that Korean people can't sweat is that he's planning to go to Japan. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, there's some holes in your story, my friend. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I'm going to get on the plane with my Naruto outfit. It's going to be great. I'm going to close this tab that says can Korean sweat on my Naruto. <laughs> Marcus, if you got off the plane in Japan dressed in full Naruto garb, mm-hmm. you would be legendary. <laughs> they would never forget the if day you got off the that plane you came to Japan. With the, the hands behind you and ran out on the tarmac. The problem is, I probably wouldn't be the first, second, or third person to do that, I imagine. 
what would you be the, the, the first of your size and I stature? I was going to say, your proportions Ooh. probably haven't done it yet. Oh, damn. You know, hey, you're probably right. Fuck. I mean, you're in Japan, Marcus. You would probably be, like, a god to them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they would probably not know a what to Godzilla? do with you. Godzilla? Maybe. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you could be. Maybe. It's you're a big guy, Marcus. I, I Never know. Guys, we're just doing the Dave Chappelle skit. You know that, right? <laughs> we're yeah, just reproducing the Dave really Chappelle are. skit. <laughs> we just did it again. Man. So that's genius, though, is the thing. You, you, you come back around to genius. You can't help it. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's how it is. Uh, Marcus, I love your Spider-Man movie idea, actually. Because so, like, yeah. I am so upset that at this point we still have not gotten Craven, Craven the Hunter on screen. I know. He's, like, one of the easiest. Because, like, if you made the movie in the 2000s, you could have done him as Crocodile Dundee because that would have been like, you know, in in the cultural zeitgeist. And then even from Amazing Spider-Man up till now, you could have done the YouTube like or I think if it was in Amazing Spider-Man, he'd be reality TV. And yeah. then if it was done now, he'd be social media. You could do it. You could have done it at any time. And they even did Lizard, like you said, in 2014. They could have just thrown him in. But no. Or 2011. Sorry. I rewatched it recently, The Amazing Spider-Man 1, and it's not good. Um, it's Fine. a very weird take on, on Spider-Man and the Lizard, too, in a lot of ways. And uh, I can't really... I mean, his plan was to turn everybody into lizards, which was just seemed like a very strange plan to me. I didn't... Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand it, because it's just like, they're already all people. What is them all being the same <laughs> thing going to do? And even their stuff where, like, <clears throat> they take the, the Green Goblin in the first battle, hearing voices and talking to himself, they just do that again with Lizard, which is not yeah. really a Lizard thing in the comics. I don't know. There's a part there where he, he, he attacks some cops for turning them into Lizards, and I'm like, you just made them stronger. Why would you do this? You made them worse. <laughs> yeah. This is a bad thing you've done, Lizard. Well, he was the I villain. Don't want, right. That's true. But I don't want Lizard cops. That's even worse. <laughs> Pig lizards, no. <laughs> a pig lizard. <laughs> we got spider goats. When, when do we get pig lizards? Where's a spider pig when we need him? Oh, he's in the spider verse. <laughs> he's in the spider verse. <laughs> I wonder if Spider Ham came before that Simpsons joke. Mm. I wonder which one came first. The Simpsons joke now. didn't come, didn't start until the Simpsons movie. Right. Um, I, is, that, is that true? Yeah. I thought it was in a, one episode, like in the nineties. Maybe not. Look, well, a spider pig. You guys vamp. I'm gonna figure this out. We'll vamp. Well, a spider pig could be like some weird mutation from the nuclear plant. Uh huh. I mean, mostly we got multiple eyed fish. <laughs> Strange shit like that. That's true. That's okay. true. <clears throat> well, Spider Ham first appeared in 1983. Okay, well, which they is got before <laughs> The Simpsons ever started. So, true. Nice. Um, yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Remember, remember John Boy and Billy Seth, the uh, the radio, the TV the radio program, Drive Time Radio guys. Yeah, they had that that segment called Married Man. Married Man. Married Man. Married yeah. Man. <laughs> does whatever a married man does. <laughs> It was such a great segment because it was like a, just a put-upon guy and, he, and his wife would call on the phone and she had like the, uh, what was it called? The the voice from uh, the Peanuts It was like Peanuts. So like, and he was like, yeah, my wife's wife such a him. bitch. Wow. <laughs> he, 
you to say that. <laughs> it was the general. It was the gist behind it. Isn't it weird though how much media was just my wife's a bitch and my oh, kids man. suck? Every every television show for about thirty years there was just my right. wife is a bitch and she's super hot and I don't want to have sex with her. That was just the things <laughs> that every television show was about at some point. That was. Married with Children was just that. That was the entire. It was hilarious. It was great. Yeah. That was the premise of that with show. with Children came out when it was like we are making fun of it. We're making fun of this incredibly stupid trope, and the show lasted like eleven seasons. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Even right, before that, what was that show with the dudes like, hey, you, my wife, straight to the moon, because he was gonna hit her to the moon. It was an old I show. I cannot remember the name of. It. It's a new one to me, Morgan. Yes. But I doesn't, you know, I don't doubt you because I've seen so many things like that. I'm not gonna you look know? up "hit my wife straight to the moon." Honestly. <laughs> yeah, I let I let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah, and it was it was so weird. That was like, why was that so many things? <laughs> what was wrong with our society? You know? Yeah. And it just sounds like an unhealthy, unhealthy, unhealthy way to look at the world. Right. And all that stuff being on TV probably just exacerbated that whole issue. <laughs> yeah. It's very possible, married, Marcus. Like, you, got a, you got a good point. <laughs> I married and I also hate my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so I hate her yesterday, but now I watch this show and I kind of hate her now. <laughs> Damn you, media. Marcus, did you see... I have a question for, for our, our, our friend Marcus about Genshin Impact. Oh, okay, okay. Did you, did you see there were some edits made to the Genshin Impact characters for China? Um, yes, I did see some of their, like, costume changes, and I saw even, like, the newest, the newest character that just came out, she, her belly button, her belly button isn't exposed to the air, mm-hmm. but, like, the, the cloth that's there is transparent, so you can see her belly button, and right. now her belly button is non-existent, <laughs> and I'm just like, was, was the, was the covered belly button too sexy like like i kind of understand it for some other characters but like the belly button is is that hot well of course it is marcus the exposed midriff was a thing for like forever right yeah it's not a joke but again it's covered with clothing (laughs) but i was looking at some of these designs and i did not see why people were mad they didn't seem that much different and in one case, it took away the character's full-length, like, stockings and gave her fucking, you could, you exposed her thighs. I was like, that's more, that's more sexualized. Right. <laughs> I didn't understand what the upper order was. What are you mad about? That's one thing there I realized was... about, like, censorship and, like, having to, like, redo stuff for other, like, ratings or different regions. Is they don't actually want you to change anything. They just want it to be different. You could just kind of, you could adjust it, like you just said. You can make it better in one area and worse in another. And they're like, I'll take it. I accept this. Right. They just want to know that you'll change it. Yeah. Like, how, like how, why don't they just <clears throat> change it for that region? Because they do that for a lot of other games. Localizations and stuff. I mean, did they change it in America? I mean, I haven't seen any changes. <laughs> so then, no, it probably does in China. Sweet. I'm actually gonna post a picture I saw, so you boys can take, take, take a look here. Right, bottom right here, that seems more sexualized. The one on the left, to me. Oh, bottom no. right. <laughs> you think it's more sexualized? 
Yeah, look, so they gave her, they gave her a fucking... Because the one on the right is the original. Yeah. The one on the left. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they gave her the little uh, thigh exposed thing. They made her... <laughs> thigh window. They, they made her shorter, which yeah. that's concerning. Um, yeah. They didn't change Amber up there at all. Right. <laughs> Amber's the exact same character. It's so weird. Uh, I don't know. This just seems like a weird thing people got mad about for no reason. Yeah. I mean... They'll probably just make alternate skins and profit, so... You said yeah. there still aren't skins in the game. There are skins now. There's only two. Actually, they just came out with two more, so there are four skins in the game now. There's four skins in the game now, huh? Four. Four skins. Four skins, man. Four, four skins. skins. Four, okay. Amazing. Four skins in the game. Four. There are Yes, there are four skins in the game. It's a free-to-play game. You can buy four There's, skins. You can buy four skins, yeah. right. Fresh off the fucking four, yeah foreskin. Okay, guys, Someone got foreskin on my. <laughs> guys, I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt here, but it, I'm not sure if you noticed. It sounds like you're saying foreskin. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? No. This might get taken the wrong way by certain by certain audience members. How you perverted you? people! Really? We're talking about foreskins right. here. All right, there are come four on. Foreskins, four exactly. Yeah, the more you say it, the less I hear it. Actually. <laughs> you know, <you're> <laughs> But I've always said the Genshin Impact should have like ten skins for every character, and just can you imagine? Make the money, come on! Actually, you want to get these, these whales out here, right? Let me spend my money. No, Marcus, stop! I'm Save right, yourself, right? Let other people spend their money. Mm. Yeah, not Marcus. <laughs> they should release more like four skin packs, you know? <clears throat> four skins for every character. That's what I'm saying. The entire time. Come on, Genshin. I know yeah. you can do it. And then, but once you get it on, to get it off, you have to pay another fee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Damn. Um, I want to I wanna see Dillux foreskins. Yes, me too. I want to see... <laughs> I'm not going to fucking see <laughs> Marcus, are you still playing Genshin? Yes, I was actually playing before I jumped on. <laughs> can you still not log into Final Fantasy fourteen? I did log in, but uh -huh. I'm trying to do the Praetorium, and it takes so long to get in there. I'm about to just continue on to Heaven's World. It's like a 30-minute queue. You have to do it to get to Heaven's World. You can't... Oh, well, man, you can use, you bought the skip, I did you buy the skip. <laughs> I, did, I did the Praetorium every single day for four straight months to, to grind up fucking tombstones, dude. You can do it. It's a 30-minute, at most, fucking queue. I believe you, but... You can jack off in 30 minutes. You can watch I mean, a TV show on Netflix. You can jack off in 30 minutes. Like, why, why Dude, I can jack off in... Tiny standards for me. Why? I can jack off in 30 seconds, all right? Don't don't front. That's I'm a master of, of masturbating, all right? Don't worry. But I'm just saying... <laughs> it's not that hard to do something in 30 minutes while you fucking wait for your cue to pop, dude. Just occasionally wiggle your mouse or hit W so your character moves a little bit to do something else. See. Pro tips from, from from our boy Surf. Just saying. Um, I would be remiss if we didn't mention at least one politician this entire time. So I would like to just point out that we mentioned America's response to COVID earlier, and mm. in a, a hilarious interview, uh, Kamala Harris was asked, oh, "What what's our plan for coronavirus and Omicron and all the variants coming out?" 
And then she decided to say, this is paraphrase. She was like, what we're going to do is what we're already doing. And that, that is doing it every day, all day, performing and getting the, the correct responses. That's what we're doing. That's what we're going to do in perpetuity. So no. She basically said, no, yeah, she <laughs> said the most insane <laughs> sentence I'd ever heard. We're going to do what we're doing all day. <laughs> what are you, yeah, of course you're going to do that. So it's just funny. This is yet another time where when prodded, even the smallest amount, Kamala Harris just completely falls apart and says, you know, I think the joke on Twitter was that it was like what you say in a school project when you're trying to like make up shit because you didn't do it. <laughs> That's what she's saying. She's just like, yes. And henceforth, furthermore. Here's what you said. Here's what she said. Okay, I'm going to do the exact okay. quote. It is time for us to do what we have been doing. And that time is every day. <laughs> every day, it is time for us to agree that there are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. Wow, powerful she, stuff. So she wants us to agree that there is a pandemic. <laughs> and Marcus, we need to do what we're doing every day, which is do the things we've been doing. Yeah. Today's the day to do that. Exactly. All day, do what you do 24-7. It sure feels that like is... shit that I voted for these people. <laughs> yeah. I gave better extemporaneous responses in seventh fucking grade than that. All right? Seriously? Are you are, for real? Yeah. It's like that Michael Scott thing where he's like, I'll start a sentence, and I won't know where it's going. <laughs> I just keep talking until I reach the end. Yeah. Like, I, it's, it's crazy. Kamala Harris is showing more signs of dementia than Joe Biden is. Yeah. Oh, and she's the one who, like, when they got her on board, they were like, oh, can you imagine the speeches she's going to give? She's such a good speaker. I'm like, what are you talking about? She can't talk at all. She can't even make up an answer that sounds better than that. The most impressive thing she ever said was when she said that Joe Biden responsible for, her, for the busing when she was a kid, right? And then two months later, she's like, I was just saying that. That was just politics. How would you ever trust that person ever exactly. again? So it's like, okay, so what you're saying is everything you say means nothing. And it's just to push your agenda or whatever yeah. you're trying to do with your life. Cool. Get in the office, is. fucking retire. Also, I, I hear kids today are fans of bussing. <laughs> We've turned around on this topic, right? The kids, they're like, we, we like bussing, I believe. Yeah, they're more into their, bussing. they're more into their bussy and cussy though. But go ahead, bussy, the, the clussy. Not the cussy. <laughs> show, me, show me the bussy. Uh, okay, is cussy for like car pussy or Caribbean pussy? Or Korean pussy? As you're so interested in. <laughs> yeah, right. that co- the, the least sweaty of all of us. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Crussy from Mr. Krabs. Crussy is a car pussy. Okay. Thank goodness. I can sleep good tonight. <laughs> I saw a new one that was like Gussie, which is girl pussy. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a while since I've seen a goosey. <laughs> <laughs> so when we, we used to say goosied up back in the day. We didn't know we were talking about yet. Yeah. <laughs> You're all gussied up, my friend. <laughs> and I think Sussy is a suspicious pussy, I believe. 
Yes, and then Bussy You're is a boy sure pussy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, what's a butt pussy? Because I thought it was the butthole, mm-hmm. but apparently it's the gooch. No, a, a bussy is the boy's pussy. It's his ass. Okay. It's where, it's where you, you would put your uh, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was going to say dick, but there's all kinds of things that go in there. Yeah, that aren't sure. Feet. Yeah, whatever meat protrusion you have. You yeah. Fingers, fists, and feet. Fingers, 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 there's a, a Bitcoin or whatever crypto fucking enterprise yeah, called sure. Spice DAO or <laughs> Spice DAO maybe, yeah. which spent three million dollars to buy an extremely rare storyboard full of art of Jodorowsky's Dune movie that never got made. I mean, this is an incredible book. It's it is extremely rare, yeah. and they immediately said, "Okay, here's the first three things we're about to do. Right, once we have this, number one." Make the book available to the public as much as we can. Okay, you can do that. That's fine, I believe. Number two, produce an animated series based on the book and sell it to a streaming site. You can't do that. No. Nope. <laughs> you bought the book. You didn't buy the rights to Dune for $3 million. <laughs> yeah. That'd be like if I bought Dune at Books A Million. I'm like, okay, now I can make my own mo- version of the movie. <laughs> Netflix. Um. And- they spent three million dollars on a, on a, a really pretty book. Yeah, which hey, sure it's worth that much, but if your ambition was we get to make this, that is just so funny. Which first of all, because I read this and it was like, first of all, people were surprised that Spice Dow came up with three million dollars. So I'm like, if you're surprised to get three million dollars, how are you going to come up with the money to produce a full animated series based on Chodorowsky's Dune and? Uh, whatever you whatever quality it comes out to be sell that to s- some streaming service is a hilarious um idea yeah I, I assume they thought now we finally have we finally have the right to dune the money will come rolling in for everybody as it exactly. has for the past 40 years for every dune project that ever got off the got green lighted yeah. Why do you think that the Joe Rocky's doing getting it made, right? What do you think exactly. happened there? And if that was, was the case, why wouldn't the person who owns the book just do that? Like, right. What? But once again, these are NFT people. They think that, you know, if you have a piece of something, then you own it when they don't actually. I've watched a couple snippets of the Two Chains produced Red Ape Mystery Hour, what the fuck <laughs> ever it is called, and it sucks. It's so I'm sorry bad. to say. Ugh. Now, did you copy that the Eiffel video Tower. and also turn it into an NFT? Oh, my God. You can. <laughs> right? You can if you want to. It's like, you know how, like, a, and they still do it today, but a long time ago in, like, the 50s and 60s, it was much more popular for television shows to openly talk about brands. Like, oh, and then I got my Colgate toothpaste. Hey, go brush your teeth, little Johnny. It's Colgate. Um, it's basically that, but what they're trying to sell you is completely useless. Yeah. At least Colgate is toothpaste and can clean your teeth. <laughs> and NFT can do nothing at all. Yeah, it's like, when they, when even they made the, the official Dune NFTs for some godforsaken reason, what what, what, what did it matter? What does what what owning yeah. one confer you? Exactly. It's just so weird. And the fact, like, if you have to make a television show to prove the validity of your 
currency network, whatever you're trying to sell, it probably has bigger problems than the animated show. Mm-hmm. There's no show yeah. telling us to believe in fiat currency, you know? <laughs> There's no need. I don't need yeah. that. I ha- I'm forced to use it anyways. I've, I keep seeing this crypto land stuff they're trying to do. They want to get a crypto community built where it's only built on crypto or whatever. And they got they got hacked. Or no, sorry. They didn't get hacked. So they, they gave the password over Discord and lost like $3 million or something like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> they're the ones that said that uh, mental maturity is enough for the age of consent, right? Yes, exactly. Whoa. Yeah. And I would, by the way, I would love to see the test they give you for your mental maturity <laughs> on crypto land. Right, yeah. Can you write your name down? You're good to go. Whoop! There we go. We got we got a freaking genius on our hand. We got a 160 IQ genius over here. Guys, this is dark. This I made the joke, but it's dark. Yeah, <laughs> that's some dark shit. You ain't wrong. Oh my god. I feel bad sometimes because it's just like, oh damn, there's some sick fuckers out there in the world. There's some truly twisted folks out there, and uh, they want to create their own island. They're like the Joker, but the Joker is cool, I guess, in a way. <laughs> um, but uh, you know what, boys? It's probably getting close to time to wrap up. What do you think? Thanks. So. Talk about our nice. let's talk about our stuff. I'll go first this time. Okay, go ahead. Over this past week, I read the book Oathbringer by Brandon Sanderson. Um, yeah, great fucking novel. I wrote. I read a. a like the first eight percent of it, according to Kindle, uh, like like six months ago, and then I stopped because it was kind of slow, I guess, and I had something else I wanted to do, and I came back to a settlement to it, and I and it literally like three pages after I stopped reading, shit got super interesting, so I just kept pushing on a little bit more out of you know read the entire book, I guess. A uh, really good book, crazy climax. Fucking Sanderson is a master of knowing how to bring all the plot threads together at the very end and and get you engaged. So that Hell was yeah. cool. I've also been playing a lot of The Last Stand Aftermath, which is a zombie roguelike on PC. I talked about it a couple weeks ago. Uh, game rules. It's so much fun. Um, it's very. It's it's a slower pace kind of roguelike because you got to be very careful because the zombies are very deadly. And one cool thing is that as you are playing the game, you're slowly getting more and more uh, infected with the virus. You start off dying, right? And each time it feels your health can no longer go any cannot go past your infection level, right? So as your infection level goes higher, your HP gets lower. Your max HP gets lower, basically. But as it fills up each bar of your HP, you get a mutation. And some mutations are hinder you in a way, but most of them have positive stuff. Like, I got a lot of really good for, like, physical, like, stuff. Like, getting into, like, hand-to-hand combat makes you stronger is really good. So it's a fun little system of, like, kind of, like, maximizing your risk and reward. Because you can slow it down with antiviral injections to, make, to, like, make your HP stay up higher for longer. But mutations are also pretty good, so... It's an interesting little little trade-off. Um, nice. I, I like the game. I will say, though, the controls are a bit clunky on the keyboard and mouse, and it recommends a controller to play with it. So that's my only, my only stipulation on that one. Um, I'll go. So, much like Smith, I've been reading The Stormlight Archive by Brandon Sanderson. Um, I am a little ahead of him at the moment. But that, that can change pretty quickly. I just crested 900 pages of the fourth book, Rhythm of War, um, which is really good. It's definitely the slowest of the four books, but a lot of setup is going on, so that's fun. Um, as far as video games go, I've still been playing a lot of Isaac, The Binding of Isaac, and then I got into a roguelike kick again, so I was playing Curse of the Dead Gods, which is a really fun roguelike that came out last year. It has the same kind of thing where 
as you progress through the game, you get the you get like curse points, and then once you hit like 120, you get a curse, and you can get five total curses. And each one has like a detriment, but it also has a benefit, so you can kind of change your run up with that. It's a really fun game, and it's probably one of the more polished um, roguelikes you can play along with stuff like Hades. Um, so that's been fun. Um, yeah, like that. Marky. I have been playing Monster Hunter Rise for the Oh, yeah. PC. It came to PC. I had to wait a whole fucking year for it, but hey, it's here. It's I love it. It's great. My the one problem I had with the Monster Hunter series is that it was on all these mobile games. It looked like garbage. <laughs> but ever since World Hit, I've been in it. I've been on it. Charge Blade for life. You can't stop me. <laughs> I will hunt every monster with the Charge Blade. No questions asked. I have I have the absolute hardest time getting into Monster Hunter. I've tried three different times, and I tried with I Rise. Mm. Not for me. I can't get past the bad controls, personally. Okay. Anything that's not hitting monsters is so tedious to try and do. Like, using your items is so tedious to get to them and everything. And if you get to the moment, it's crazy. Yeah. I played Generations Ultimate on the on the Switch, and it was uh, difficult for me. Mm. But, but I'm, Marcus, I'm so glad Marcus, they're there, and people love them oh, yeah. so much. They seem like really fun Marcus, games. So Charge Blade's your thing, right? Yes. I could never use it, because I'm just not smart enough to know how to drop combos and shit. <laughs> it is... A- a mildly complicated weapon. Mildly? It's like playing fucking Cervantes and fucking uh, Soul Calibur. Listen, so as you attack, you generate heat on your sword. When your sword is at max heat, no. you need to put it into the the weapon. Into the coolant. Right. Uh-huh. You need to store them in your vials. When you store it in your vials, you can transfer that vial energy to the shield... Which increases your defense and shit. Then you can stick your sword into the shield and also give the sword a bonus as well. When you now, do I know that, how it all works okay. in theory, but right. when it's in the middle of a fight with a monster and he's doing crazy fucking moves and shit, my brain cannot connect the things I need to do <sighs> to the things that are happening on the screen. I am a fucking, I'm a, I'm a sword and shield guy for life. Simple and easy. That's all I want to do. Is kill guys as simple as possible. Well, Monster Hunter does give those options. So that is the one thing about having so many weapons. So many options. Well, what I asked Marcus is, how do you feel about the new, the what is it called? The silkworm moves or whatever they're called? The, the high-flying stuff? I do like the silkworms. Like, it was it was the, the hook shot in the Monster Hunter world, which they tacked on mm-hmm. towards the end of the game because it was like yeah. advanced shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I just got to wrap my head around it. I'm so used to, like, just the default stuff. Incorporating the wire techniques is going to take me a few hunts. It looks cool, is what I'm saying. I watch it. I watch it play. It looks cool as hell. You get, like, an empowered counter for the charge blade. But, yeah. That's that's what I'm goofing around with. Nice, dude. Oh, and one last thing. Freaking, freaking the second part, or the final season of freaking Attack on Titan is finally starting up. And I'm just, oh, nice. oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. That's nice. Yeah. I'm I'm happy you're, you're enjoying it, Marcus. I've heard, I've heard, I know a lot of folks gave up on that show after the big reveal and oh. some of the author's biases were, were brought forward, but oh. I'm glad that you're still enjoying it. That's right. Let me At have least. this. <laughs> I waited too long to back out now. 
You got a sunk cost fallacy, man. You can't you can't it's leave true. now. I'm a frail, broken human. Let me have my stupid fun. Yeah, world's ending. Who cares? Fuck That's it. That's right. Should can't judge anybody faster. for anything. If if the world was ending a little faster, at least I could justify not going to work anymore. <laughs> I know, right? Jesus Christ. That's the worst part. I'm gonna fucking I go to your job. Anyways, boys, is that it? Are we, uh, we, we got a nap, you think? I think so. I th- yeah, I think we got it. All right, well, this has been the Lineos Podcast. I am a Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find uh, things I write about at indistinct-chatter.io. I'm uh, Marcus. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. I also occasionally do art for the podcast. Our theme song is about Ben Powell, who has continued doing very, very funny Five Night at Freddy's security breach streams on Twitch at the Ben Powell and his own, has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown, where they talk about wrestling and they're from the South. If either of those sounds interesting, go check him out. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him get under it. Fuck Spice Dow. <laughs> and uh, in celebration of, of MLK Day, I... I'm going to shoot a quote from him real quick. Oh. Um, it's a very unjust gesture to ask a bootless man to pull himself up by his bootstrap. <sighs> nice. Nice. Um, I will quote the great writer. I, what's his name? Ernest Klein. Ernest Klein, who's equally as important, I think. No, don't say this. Okay. Don't say this. <laughs> we have stopped trying to solve our problems and are trying to outlive them. For Nolan's from New York, that's the Lady's Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace. <laughs>